Hey, what's up? This is Chef Noel Cunningham, your Jamaican chef. Welcome to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, the podcast that dishes on the food and beverage industry and the entrepreneurial spirit and everything relevant to being a chef. If you love to cook or eat, this is a show for you. What's Cooking with Chef Noel, witty, real and informative. Hey, my people, what's up? And this is episode 28. And this week we're talking about entrepreneurship, talking about small business, and you name it. And talking with me this week is Nicholas Stennett, who's the owner and chef of Tricknick Catering. So I want to find out how he got started and why did he started all these products and more. But a little about Nicholas. Nicholas is originally of Jamaican descent. Chef Nicholas Tennett's fascination with cooking from a very young age was no surprise to his family as he was always in the kitchen experimenting with various seasoning and trying to prepare various dishes. At the age of 19, after his mother died, he began to embark on a journey to become a professional chef. He then went on to study culinary arts at Art Academy in Petersfield, Westmoreland, Jamaica. Over the course of his studies and you know, eventually into his professional practice, Nicholas has successfully built a noteworthy reputation as an award-winning chef. Some of his integral chef apprenticeship experience include a la carte restaurant at Beaches Negril along with the Royal de Cameron Resort that's in Runaway Bay Center, which are two of the island's most prestigious resorts. Chef Nicholas is known for his wide array of palate pleaser. You are sure to enjoy his choice of all flavors, perfect pairings, fresh ingredients, and flair, always prepared passionately from the heart. So we're gonna find out more from Nicholas. Alrighty, so the man himself is here right about now, Mr. Tricknick, aka Nicholas or Nicholas, aka Tricknick, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's Any, up, any anyone works. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's all you. Okay, yeah. So uh, my name is Nicholas Tennant. I'm the founder of Tricknick Catering slash Tricknick. So basically, I I moved I moved here in Canada 2013. Yeah. And when I came to Canada in 2013, it was summer. It was in August. I came here so, in December. I came here December 2013. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I came. Oh, so you came... So I came before you then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, when I came to Canada 2013, it was in August, so you know, it's summertime. Yeah. And how everything started off is was I went to Jerkfest. And Jerkfest was nice, and I loved the vibes. And so, you know, this is a really hard thing. This come like me, yeah. me still in Jamaica. You know, the culture, the food, the music, you know, the, the, the entertainment, everything was just nice. I mean, like, this is, this is really good. Well, the same year, right? The same year, 2013? Yeah, because oh, yeah. Yeah, I came, I came uh, August the 5th, oh. and Jerkfest was, I think, the, the 8th and the 9th, after, yeah. like the weekend. So it was just a perfect timing. You know, so you know, we went to Jerkfest and, you know, line up get some food eat some food and i enjoy myself and thing and you know everything just like hit me from there i'm like wow 
like I need to I need to compete in jerk fest. Yeah. I feel like I can do this. Because I was a chef back home, like I used to work in the hotels and stuff. So like, you know, coming here, the intention was to be an entrepreneur, you know, have my own company, do like uh-huh. catering or like a restaurant and stuff like that. So like I have that mindset from before I even reached to Canada. You know? So mm-hmm. so when I went went to Jerkfest and, you know, see all the settings and stuff, you know, I I came home that following day and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to the organization and see if I can. So I searched for them online and I found them and I, I called and I, I think I I spoke to Anthony. Anthony, Anthony yeah, yeah, that's, that's the guy who was doing, yeah. <laughs> so, so I said to Anthony, man, I came to Jerkfest, I like the vibes, you know, I want to be in it next year. But, like, I just came in Canada, like, I don't have anything, you know, I don't have a pot, I don't have a pan, I don't have nothing. Because, yeah. you know, that time, like, I have, I have no clue, like, where to even get the first utensils, the first pot, nothing. Yeah. But you know what, you know, we, we had some conversation, he said, okay, I can help you with some of the stuff, like, people who I know, I can, like, you know, send it to them and, let, and see if we can find stuff from them. I did some research you know, find some equipment and, you know, get myself ready for 2014. You know, I got a job at a, at a restaurant. It's called Lone Star. I was there for like seven years since I've been here. So I just, I just left like, um, since COVID, like 2019. Oh, yeah. 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 So, and then I, I work at Chuck Steakhouse as a supervisor. Yeah. I work at the Jamaica house as a kitchen manager. I work at Lone Star as a supervisor as well. So like I've been doing all of those stuff. Yeah. In the same time. And then, you know, 2014, I went into Jerkfest. And, you know, it was so much fun. Like, I got so much support from, like, the family, the friends. Like, everyone came out and support. And I ended up came third that year. Yeah. And, you know, get featured in the Toronto Star front page that year. Like, when I woke up the morning and I saw it, I was, like, yeah. in shock. Because, you know, this is my second year in Canada. And all of this just happened, like, right, just yeah. right there. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then everyone started like, oh, you know, you need to start doing catering. Yeah. You need to start selling your food because your food is good and blah, blah, blah. So, like, then I decided to, you know what, I'm going to make a new website. And I did a website and then I, you know, social media, like, all the works, you know. And then, you know, I started to put the words out. You know, people start doing, like, word them out and tell people, you know, about trick make and, and then everything just like, just get crazy. Like I started to get a lot of jobs and then it was just like work, catering, work, catering. And I tried to balance both for like, I, cause I still want the guarantee income at the, the restaurant. Yeah, cause yeah. you know, catering is up and down. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really like say, okay, you're a full time catering yeah. and they're not making any money. Yeah. So I was kind of like balancing both. So the name came about Tricknik. Tricknik, yeah. So so Tricknik now is so back home. I used to work at the hotel and I used to perform, like I used to do magic shows and yes. entertainment night. I need to ask about so, magic. <laughs> yeah. So so see, so everything just like played off right there in Jamaica. Like I just I would go on YouTube. Like it's a self taught. Yeah. Pretty much like you know how to do magic tricks and whatever, and I get really good at it. And then when I came to Canada now, one of the family friends, I performed at a show and he saw it. And he was like, oh, wow, 
you're you're talented man, you're 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 a trickster and then he's like, you know what? Tricknick. Oh. That's your name. And from then Tricknick just sticks to me. I like it's just stick right there. No one really call me Nicholas or Nick anymore. It's just like Tricknick, Tricknick. And then the Nick, you know, but, for Nicholas as well. So yeah. exactly. So everything just blends. A lot of people like call me, message me like, Oh, it's a Trini, you're from Trini because of the trick, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when I explain to them, they're like, Okay, I it makes sense now. So that's where the name came from. But it's always good to have a name that has a story behind it and you can explain just like hey, that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where that name came from and it's just like as I said, a family friend yeah. who just said, you know what? Tricknick. That's the name for you, man. Tricknick. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna run with it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So did you formally train in Jamaica or are you just work in the hotel and So basically when I was going to school, high school I, I leave high school and then I went to the art program, but I didn't really do much yeah. in um, in Sea, like in Westmoreland side. So I didn't really do much in it. And then my mom passed away when I was 18. Mm. So like I didn't even get to like do any culinary arts, like nothing. Yeah. So I, I went and I get a job in Beaches Negril as a chef and I started to work in Beaches Negril. And then, you know, I left Beaches Negril, I go somewhere else, a place called 20. 24-7, then I, that place get that place closed down. My brother called me like, oh, you want to come to Sentan? Like, I can get a job for you at Royal Decameron as a chef. I'm like, That's okay. One in Sentan? Yeah, in Sentan. The one in, in Sentan. I work at so one like, in Sentan for training. The one at Runaway at Runaway. Really? Yeah, yeah. Runaway Bay, yeah. That's the one I used. I, I worked there for four years. I was in Cruiser 9-ish for training. Really? Yeah, man. So, you know what? Probably, actually, probably I saw you there, but I didn't realize, you know, because it's, it's, when did you, when did you um, train there? I think 2009, 2009, there about. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was there at that time. I, I started in working there 2000 and 2008. Yeah. yeah, 2008, and I left there 2010, I believe, yeah, 20, oh. 2010, 2011. Yeah. Because I, I came to Canada 2013. So maybe I've seen you then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, I think you know one of my friends who used to work there too, and he know you're good. So I'm thinking I probably saw you there, but I didn't really, like, you know, yeah. recognize you at that time. Yeah, man, maybe. Yeah, so, 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 so that's where all of that culinary, you know, came from. And, you know, back in Jamaica, you know, your parents would taught you how to make stuff and cook and doing all of those stuff. And I had a little restaurant at my house too in Westmoreland. So like I was cooking there before too. So like I kind of had that experience. And then, you know, I just work and learn. And, you know, a lot of people say it's a gift from God. Like I just it's get that true. gift, yeah. which, you know, everyone gift is different. I feel like my gift is like, you know, just cooking and my hands, like I'm just talented with what I do. Yeah, it's not You know, true. so. And then how did the, so you not just, so you didn't stick to just, the catering or private dining, but you also developed a line of product. How did that came about? Yeah, so with the line of products now, um, so when I was doing the catering, mm -hmm. I had the jerk marinade from before, but I was just like, you know, selling it to friends. You know, you just put something on a little dollar store bottle and just yeah. sell it to your friends and family and stuff and things. So that's what I was doing. And then, you know, a couple of other 
people would like, you know what, you need to bottle it and, you know, proper and start to sell it to more people. And, you know, I kind of like, you know, all right, I'm going to do it. So it's pretty much a recipe that I use to, to, to season my chicken and like anything I'm making jerk, I, I put into the bottle and like start to selling it. And then, you know, the catering get really busy, so I couldn't get to focus like on the jerk mayonnaise. So it was just like, I have a product, but it's not really out there. If you want it, you can contact me, you can get it. Then, you know, COVID hits. And then I'm like, wow, no catering. I have all these recipes. What should I do? Then, like, I had to pivot and start to create these products because I'd done one before, which was a jerk marinade. So I'm like, the process is easier now because, like, I have crossed those barriers where it yeah. was harder to get the first one out. Yeah. And then, so you know, I... So if we go any further, I'm happy you mentioned that. What mm-hmm. are some of the struggles are, some of the challenges that you face trying to start a product and get it up and running professionally? Well, yeah, it's um, it's so tough because, you know, you have to you know, take it to the lab. You have mm-hmm. to do testing, like, you know. Um, right, for shelf life the, tests. Yeah, shelf life, like, you know, the, you know, pH. Like, it's hard to get the pH, like, right on point because you have to get it, like, at 3.5. So, like, yeah. probably you don't put as much vinegar. You have to remake it again and put some more vinegar. And you keep on going. So, like, you will go to the, the lab probably, like, four times to yeah. get it right. And then um, the barcodes is like it's crazy. Yeah, and the barcode, um, as well, I think yearly some people some people do. Yeah, you can um, you can you can buy the barcodes from from other people, yeah. but you're not gonna own the prefix. But yeah. when you get it from GS One, you own the prefix and you own your barcode. Yeah. So like it's best to go through GS One to get all of those. So those are the challenges. Yeah. Like you know, it took us like a year to get everything done. The lab test the the barcodes the nutrition fact like all of those stuff was you know it was a process and it has a lot of challenges because remember you don't know where to go yeah yeah these are stuff you're just gonna research because you don't know a lot of people in your circle who has products out there already where you can go and ask and okay where so to get much. that done yeah and you spend so much sometime to um as well to learn because exactly you push over and even with the labeling as well there are some rules that the label must be used font size. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So all of those challenges, like, English. you know, it's, it's not easy, you know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, when you love something and you have the passion for it, yeah. I feel like you will go the extra mile to get it done. And that's what happened with me. The passion I have for cooking, for like the products, and I know the quality, like, you know, we're going to deliver. So like, those are stuff that kind of like, push me to the boundary like okay you need to get it done mm-hmm. and then as i said when the covid hit like you know i launched the other products in that span of time since covid hit from 2019 because like i i said i have the the recipes like for curry goat i had the recipe so i'm like why well, i don't blend all of those ingredients and put it in a bottle and sell it it only makes sense. Same thing with the jerk barbecue sauce. I serve that as a sauce on the side. Yeah. Why I don't bottle it and, you know, sell it and see if I can make some money while the catering is down. And then everything just, like, go crazy. 
and then I start to go to the stores and try and, and meet with the owners and try to get the products in the stores. Yeah, that's the next one. Marketing. So marketing is the next one. No, no. You have a good product. You already pay for bottling and labeling and everything. Yeah. The marketing side of things. That yeah, that's the challenging part. Like you know, it's it's not easy because you know when you don't have like a full team. Because you know as a young entrepreneur oh, yeah. starting that's out your scary. business, you don't have a full team to like. Okay, you take care of that. You take care of this, and you know get everything done. It's just like you're focusing on all these you know little areas and make sure everything is done proper and you know get your products out there get people to try it like find ways for people to try it yeah. you know the pricing is very important because it's so competitive like so many other brands out there like you know but at the end of the day if you know you're producing like a real authentic products like you know yeah. people will buy it and right so so that's 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 how all those other products came about if covid never hits really i i probably would be focusing on catering because like I had so many weddings and so many other jobs and barbecues yeah. that I had booked in the in COVID in the pandemic. So like, you know, I don't know if I would launch those products yeah. in this time. You know, and probably later. And how many you launched um since COVID? Since COVID, uh, four. So the so you, you always have the jerk. Marinade. Jerk marinade, yeah. The jerk, jerk marinade was that's yeah, and the jerk barbecue. Those was the two I had, but the jerk marinade was the first first one. Yeah, I had that probably like since yeah seven years, but I wasn't selling it to the public. Okay, it was just friends and family. Yeah, yeah so COVID, I I launched those other um four products I since since, since the COVID. The curry is brand new. The curry paste is brand new. Yeah, the curry paste is because um. What happened with the curry paste now? As I said, I was using it to make my curry goat, and then I realized curry was hard to get around in that time. Something with better pack, can't find curry. So in that time, I'm like, I need to get a curry paste out there because people are looking for curry, and it has this amazing curry paste. But people are afraid to use curry paste if they don't know about it. So like, how am I going to get them to use it? How am I going to get them to switch from powder the curry paste then i have to like you know make videos kind of like show them the, what they're going to get from it the benefits and stuff like that and right now a curry paste is doing amazing like the amount of people would like tell me the curry paste is good they're not going back to powder yeah. it's so easy to use like it's so yeah. flavorful like you know yeah so so yeah well that's good though that they're um they're receiving it mm-hmm. yeah because of course you can develop a product you like it but then people said nah exactly yeah and you're gonna get you're gonna get a few people who's like you know okay it's an okay product i don't like it i like this brand like yeah. stuff like that yeah. see you're not gonna get away from us, that which i understand i think for us as people we like brand we like stick to the brother we know and then yeah, well, yeah. You know, that's what, yeah, it's true. It's better pack curry. Me, I use a better pack curry the best. Um, I trust me. Yeah, yeah. Better curry out there than better pack. That's true. But they yeah, just want to stick to the brand that they know. Yeah, I would just stick to one brand. I would think say this is just curry, and I search for taste. And if it don't mm-hmm. taste like this, it's not curry. And there are so many version of curry out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but, true. It's true, man. Brand and even some people buy some big brand product and mm-hmm. they're not good. Me can't go and buy yeah. a cheaper brand product and it's better. 
than this so-called big name brand where everybody love Rundong. That's true. It's yeah. true, man. It's, it's, it's true. It's one hundred percent. You know, but and um, brand who trust and know say yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. as an example, I can I can give you this example. I went to one of the store that the products in, and you know, this 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 lady came in, and I was like, uh, you know, we have some new products. I would like to introduce them to you, and I kind of like tell her like the benefits. You have zero percent of sugar, low in sodium. The spices are directly from Jamaica. You know, and I kind of like, you know, tell her it's manufactured here in Canada. It's a local, you know, product. I'm going to give you a bottle mm-hmm. to try. She had some other ones in her hand. And I'm like, I'm just going to give you a free bottle. You can try it. You know what she said? No, I'm okay. I'm going to stick to this brand because this is the one I use. And I still do the feel bad because I'm like, you know what? You're gonna get that. You you have some people who just not gonna switch to another brand, and yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. Right. And that's you know. And it's fair enough, enough, you know. <laughs> Everyone is different. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's also good too when you can win over some people. Where they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because exactly for me, what happened in twenty fifteen? I think twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. I went to do this catering, right? So I was doing jerk chicken, rice and beans, some steamed veg. They wanted something I posted for Island Grill and planting. And okay. So they asked me, can you show us to make jerk marinade? So at the end of the session now, I you know, had my stuff already prepped. My honey and my garlic, my ginger, my skillet, and I blended it for them. Mm-hmm. And they were super impressed with the taste. Wow. Like we always buy these brands and they showed me, but you're too salty. <laughs> That's it. Um, I'm telling you. It is. Why don't you bottle yours? And I'm like, yo, me think about it. This is not easy at Canada. And <laughs> then now, after that, now I started blending my marinade now for a few people. And then mm-hmm. every time I start selling it at work, and even the same people, they came back because, you know, someone now, everybody do them camping and stuff. And they actually bought like 12 bottles. To do as gifts. She's like, no, well, this is so good. You should bottle wow. it. And of course, I went through the process while I was going to college. And so that's yeah, why yeah. I know about GF1 and I know about the old lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember you have a jerk marinade too. Yeah, 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 I remember you have one. Yeah. And I still um, I still sell mine. Um, some regular customers will just buy like a case, mm-hmm. buy this. I don't really push it, push it that much, but I still have it. And i selling it now at the restaurant and stuff like that so when i saw okay, that's good. we're doing yours i'm like yo i love what he's doing not just talking to to the cooking but you're yeah, also yeah. developing brands and you're developing products just like exactly. we have bobby flay rachel ray paladin all these top chefs with your products we can mm-hmm. own products too you know exactly yeah so i love that when i saw that you were doing that as well because i came across you while i was in Winnipeg. I came across you while I was in Winnipeg for some reason. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I love um, what he's doing. Then someone mm-hmm. mentioned you to me again, and then now uh, we meet now at Jerkfest. We met at Jerkfest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In 2019, yeah. Yeah, I think you were saying, yeah. This COVID thing, mash up with life. Yeah, man, that's Jerkfest thing, and yeah. And then, then from that time, you know, I started to follow you, and, you know, we keep the link, yeah, and. Man. Probably don't talk every day, but yeah, we see each other on social media. And the person <laughs> is there already, and we don't know what's set. Everybody is in our work. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what keep you going though? What keep you um motivated? Well, um to be honest with you is my little sister. She she passed away two years ago and um I remember when she was really, really sick. Yeah. You know, and in the hospital and I, I like to be honest with you, I could I couldn't believe how positive she was and you know, she was like, oh, you know, even when I went to visit her down there, she was like, you need to go back to work. I'm going to be okay. God is going to do this for me. I'm going to be okay. Like, don't worry. And she just, like, keep on motivating me and telling me, like, you know, go do my thing. She's going to be fine. You know, don't worry. And she had a little diary that she, every day she would wrote something in it. Yeah. And I, I take it back with me. And, you know, I read it as I go by, and I'm telling you, those are stuff that, like, kind of push me more. I'm like, if I sit down, she she don't want that for me. Yeah. You know, she wants to see me, you know, do good and, you know, achieve my goals and all of those stuff. So, like, those are stuff that, you know, kind of push me and, like, you know, you know, kind of motivate me and help me to go. And then, you know, of course, my family and, you know, friends, yeah. you know, the same way, right? The, 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 the customer, the clients, the fans, like everyone like out there too, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, if they're not buying the product, if they're not there, like, you know, supporting you and all of those stuff, like, you're just going to stop doing what you're doing because, yeah. you know, you don't have them to support you and show you the love, right? Yeah, plus you, have a, so, plus you yourself, you know, you came to Canada with a vision as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing. Like, I, I knew there's countless of opportunity here in Canada. Yeah. But I know I have to work hard and I have to, you know, be determined and, you know, try to achieve all those goals. Like, I didn't want to work for anyone, like, in a restaurant again because, like, I've been through it in Jamaica. But I, but I knew, like, coming here... I'm not going to just go boom and open a company and like that. <laughs> the key is that they're waiting for me to just turn the lock. So, like, I knew I had to go get a job, you know, kind of slowly build my company until I reach that position where I can, like, fully focus on my brand. Yeah. And that's what I did. I love that because even earlier on, you mentioned about the catering. A lot of people might see us as chefs sometime. Having our catering company, but deep down, some of us, you know, we work full time jobs. Mm-hmm. We do our part time. I went to the boss and look, we have one next week off, or we start work part time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's a lot of work and reaching out to a client, working mm-hmm. on the website, working on your mm-hmm. social media. Then mm-hmm. you have no money to really employ assistant and social media manager. So you're doing everything yourself. You're doing, yeah, it's true. It's true, because I, I, I used to work two jobs and do the catering. Yeah. Like, two two kitchen jobs. I was like, you know, back and forth, back and forth. You use that in, that, then, in the business. Yeah, just to kind of build the business, because I know, like, I'm not going to get that money, like, right then and there, you know, yeah. to kind of, like, you know, put in the business. So, like, I had to do those jobs, you know, to buy some equipment. And when I get a job, like, I buy more equipment. So, like, what I would say... Six, six years, like, I make no money. Yeah. Right? You know? And then I invest the catering money into the the, the products. 
So I'm still building another brand. So I'm not making no money for seven years since I've been here. Like yeah. the real income that I'm supposed to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the truth, you know, but investment is good because at least you see where it's going. You right? see. Ex- yeah. And then the exactly. will be more because you have more stuff. So even when you're not doing catering, at least you can be selling some products on Amazon. Exactly. Or yeah. In this pandemic pass, you can, you know, be ready for some farmer's market or whatever is to come. Everyone mm-hmm. is pushing these days, you know, of course, support black businesses and support small businesses. Oh, you, you find it, though, the challenge in terms of support for you because your product will have to be more compared to a Grace or Walker's Wood product. Well, like, to be honest with you, I get the support from, you know, the black community, like, yeah. I pretty much get the support from, like I would say, all race. Like, you know, it's not just my black community, but yeah. they do, the black community do support me because, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're on Instagram, you, you see the response and the feedback and, you know, what people are saying and stuff like that. And, you know, people tagging you, you know, using your products and stuff like that. So yeah. definitely, I know, you know, within the pan- pandemic, you know, the, you know, supporting local black businesses, it definitely... You know, for me, I think it, it works. Like, you know, I do get the support from them. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. Well, that's good, though, because I know that for us, we cannot sell our product the same price as a Grace or a Walker's Hood. So you have some people who might say, yo, that's expensive. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's a gourmet product. It's quality. These exactly. are batches, not, you know, this whole yeah. batch. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you make when you make big batches, you know, you're making, like, a t- say, 10,000 bottles, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you have to have that sitting there for how long oh, to distribute yeah. them out. When we're making small batches, you know, you're going to get a better quality, yeah. right? It's more concentrated, so, and it's, yeah. It's yeah, and, so you know, with the... It, yeah, I tell people, see it as an experience of a mine, right? For my yeah. work marinade, I tell at a time, in my head that I didn't want it to be on a shelf. I want it to be a product where when you catch it, you catch it. When you don't, you don't. If I have it, I have it. If I don't, and it's an experience. If you have experienced it, and you don't wish to buy a next bottle, I'm good with that. But it's an experience, yeah. and th- that's how I want it. That's good. And everybody's vision is different, right? Yeah. And that's how you vision your product to be, like, you know, yeah. and, you know, no one can come and tell you to change that. Yeah. Like, you know, the and product is do, there. And if I do go on shelves, it must be in like some gift store or some some space that's very unique, some boutique store kind of store, you know? That's my yeah, story. yeah. Because I don't want to compete and, on a shelf with certain brand because I can't. <laughs> I know, like, you know what? I love when you mention that because you know when when you see these other brands, you know the pricing and you're like, you know, on. yeah, people are like, okay, the pricing is good, but they. You know, they're supporting you, like, yeah. regardless of the price, and you know you're going to get a better but I think quality product, right? They will support you more directly, though. Faster, faster. Yeah, or, yeah. Or if you post that, hey, my product is so-and-so, and they know you through social media, then definitely mm-hmm. go and um, buy it because they know you personally. But if I should just walk into a store and I see Grace Walker, Zod, um, Spurtry, Hill, Tricknick, I ain't going for Tricknick. Yeah. First of all, I don't know. I don't know him, and the others are cheaper. You know. So that was my thing. 
Yeah, that's true. It's true because um, it's you know you have to you have to market the product a way where you know you you, you attract those people eyes too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the key thing. So if you're not marketed the way how you you should, you're not gonna attract those people to your to your brand. Yeah. So like that's what you know I do when I'm like you know yeah. doing the marketing and stuff, and then. As a business person too, you cannot just develop a product or a brand and decide it's for everybody. It shouldn't be for everybody. No. You should have no. your target audience in mind that Definitely. this is going to appeal to this um race, gender, or you know, Definitely. level or whatever. It shouldn't be where it's for everybody because it's not unique. At that no, yeah, you're not gonna yeah, you're not gonna get it for everyone too. Like that yeah. that's how it is with, with any 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 products. Yeah. It's not gonna be for everyone, like you know. But um, like even when I do ads on Instagram and stuff, like I target the people who I really want to target because you can set the 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 um the audience who you want to kind of target. So like you know stuff like that, you know I find it works. Yeah. And um and like is is the volume, like you know once you're doing more volume, then you can compete with those big guys, like you know. And and that's the key thing. Like the more volume you're doing, then you will be able to compete with them. Yeah. Right. So that's why you have to kind of like scale bigger. And then once you scale bigger, then you can sell it at the price that they're selling it. Yeah. Right. right. But online, online is a different price than in store. So that's why I'm trying to get it in as many stores as I can, so people don't have to really buy it online because you know it. It's shipping, it's the cost, like, you know, it's everything. It's packaging, like, you know, all of those stuff, right? And how do you find so, shipping in Canada? Because for me, most of my audience, they're in the U.S. But the shipping is so expensive. Yeah, it, it is expensive to ship from here to the States. I, I must say that. And then you're shipping a heavy product. It's yeah. a glass, it's, it's heavy, you know, it's not like clothes or, you know, so like stuff shipping, like that is going to cost more. Yeah, the shipping is more than like two or three bottles of the product. Ex ex exactly. And that defeats the purpose of people buying it. Yeah. So we have to find like distributor, like even in the States where it's easier to get around, get them in store in the States. So like those are, yeah. you know, my aim and my goals to get them close to people where, you know, you don't have to think about shipping. Like, you know, because I know shipping is, it's like you're paying more for shipping than yeah. for the product. Yeah. Uh, and then and people want to support, but for me personally, I don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Some people do buy it because it's on my website. My product is on my website and people do yeah. buy it. It don't sell as much because mm -hmm. shipping is so expensive. Yeah. But some people decide to say, look, I want to support. I understand. It's a ship. And they still buy it. They still buy it. Yes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they, they know in their head, okay, shipping is going to the, the courier company. Yeah, not to me. You know, not to you. So they're like, okay, you know what, I'm still going to support him. I know the shipping is high, but I'm still going to support. Yeah. Right? So, so stuff like that. You know, you but... Amazon, Amazon take, you know, harm and leg, and you get a like, percentage. Brother, trust me. Trust mm -hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, as I said, my goal is to get it in every little criticism corner like you know for you to just walk over there and go pick it up yeah. and you don't have to worry about shipping like stuff like that right? the thing is you know some people don't understand because you know this episode is all about being an entrepreneur and what it takes and developing products and small mm -hmm. small business 
So exactly, when you think about it, right? The lids is so different from the bottle. It's a different cost. The label, everything yep. like that, the product that goes in it is at the, at this it's, it's yep. own food cost. Then no, yep. somebody want it. The packaging now, like the box. Yeah, to pay for that box. The 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 tape. The tape. Everything. <laughs> everything. And I'm like the the, the bubble wrap so it doesn't yeah. break in the box. Yeah. You know. Because <laughs> and then yeah, some people want to go packaging, branding, packaging. That's the next cost. Mm-hmm. Because you know you're gonna put like because in our packaging and um, like for we ship on Amazon, we yeah. put like tens. Like you know, we put some little recipes, some little flyers, like all of those little add add on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some people get it, some people don't, you know? No, no, they yeah. Yeah. So what can we expect from you now? Um things about to free up a bit now. Summer's summer is your time of year. Yeah, so 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 pretty much like I'm pl- like I know the products, it's yeah. going crazy now with all the stores and stuff, but you know, you know, once the pandemic is over because they're planning on opening up back stuff, I know I'm going to be crazy with catering because I still, like, from 2019, yeah. I still have deposit from some of my clients who still going to get married <laughs> and they didn't even take the deposit. So, they, them, so like, yeah. that wedding is still on. So, I'm just waiting for, you know, the pandemic to over and then, you know, I can get back, you know, to the cooking thing. But, yeah. You know, I'm just waiting patiently. <laughs> well, well, and where can we find the products, your sites? Okay, yes. Yeah, so actually, I'm working on... Um, so the product is actually on tricknickcatering.ca now. It's on Amazon Marketplace, both.ca and .com. Hmm. And you can also find it on a couple other e-commerce stores like crownspice.com and then a couple other e-commerce nice. stores. And then, um, you know, it's in 40-plus stores across Canada. But I'm actually working on a new website, different from Tricknick Catering, so the product has its own platform where you can go and, okay. you know, see how we start up, like, you know, where we're coming from, like, you know, how to buy the products and stuff like that, and all the backends and all of those other stuff. Yeah. So we're working on that website. It should be live sometime in June. Well, that sounds good. Progressilla keep, you know, despite COVID and thing. And yeah, I know. I know the fact that you pivot as well in COVID, start pushing out more products because some people would just, of course, chill and start binge watch. Yeah, yeah, I series. didn't. But a businessman think forward and say, look, I'm going to create some products. I'm going to expand my business. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. As I said, you have the recipe, right? So if you can, you know, just as I said, you want to get the first one done, and then the other ones are just like, you know, just easy to to execute because you already get the the hardest one yeah. complete, right? And what would be okay. your advice now to anyone who want to maybe come in the culinary world, or they just want to have their line of products? Well, um, my advice to them is it's it's not gonna be easy. I know that for sure, um, to, to have a products on the market and to be an entrepreneur, like it, it's going to take hard work, yeah. dedication. And like, for me, if, if you don't love the thing, just don't do it. It's just, it, it's not going to work because yeah. you will, you will just get up and invest all this money into it and start it. And then you just can't finish. So you have to find the thing that you really love and have a passion for. And then you say, okay, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. 
So don't just say I'm going to make some products just to make some money. You have to love it and you have yeah. to you have to look way ahead like because you have to set up your supply chain like all of those stuff it's not just go launch a product and then figure out where i'm going to get everything else yeah I'm, i wouldn't tell you to do that because that happens to me as i said within the pandemic like the supply chain like you have to make sure before you even think about like you know getting spices from jamaica scotch bonnet pepper like stuff like that it's yeah. it's not easy it's not just get up boom and go do it so love what you're doing and you know just have the passion for it just work hard you know and and just you know be determined and you know just never never give up on something that you love and you know and all you you will achieve all your goals and you know and and that's it well you heard it from the man himself and he's speaking from experience you know and so i want to say you know big up bro and thanks for passing through the podcast and i'm sure somebody's motivated to continue with their product or start something or maybe not to give up on what they are working on as well. Exactly. Yeah, man, thanks for having me, man. And it was a pleasure, you know, talking to you. And, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. And, you know, you, you motivate a lot of people out there too. You inspire a lot of people too by what you're doing. Yeah. So definitely they're listening and they're, and they're seeing, you know, what you're doing. So just keep on keeping. Yeah. And, you know, we keep in touch. Yeah, man, we will for sure. And even today, I think your post, you know, you might be stepping, but are you stepping exactly. in the right direction? Make sure you step in to leave a mark. And that's exactly what we are doing. Exactly. Leaving our mark. Leaving our mark. That's Noel, our chick two Jamaicans, you know, here in Canada, leaving their mark, right? Exactly. See, <laughs> same year as well, 2013. <laughs> Yeah, man. Alright, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's that time. We've reached the end of another show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Remember to follow us on Instagram at What's Cooking with Chef Noel. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Chef Noel. Until next time, see ya!